This is the Bushwick Variety Show, and I'm Alex Stevens III. Greetings, neighbors, friends, citizens of the world, and conscious beings of all various types. Thank you so much for listening to the Bushwick Variety Show. This is episode number 45. This episode features artist, musician, uh, talented dude, Brian Noneck Smith. Brian has a show coming up September 29th at Bazaar Bar. Um, the links to Brian and his stuff will be in the show notes for this page, bushwickvarietyshow.com. Um, without further ado, this is Brian Noneck Loves You Smith. For some reason, I thought it was more complicated than that, but I think I think of you as Brian Noneck for some reason. No neck loves you. No neck loves you. Yeah. Is that so? That's the. That's my best. That's how I'm going for it, art wise. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, you uh, also are involved with a band too, right? Yes. There's. Um, or bands or yeah, there's music projects. A current the current band that's you know the one I meet with every week and gig with is called Moist Ahoy. But I have some other stuff coming out from old bands and stuff. How long have you been uh, playing with the current project? Current project has probably been five years. Nice. And uh, enjoying that so far? Yeah, it's it's I got a funny group. It's like me and the scientists. So it's like everyone like pays rent on time and weird and pays their own beer to practice. So I just don't pay rent as long as I can, just so someone's a mess up for once. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to be the you know, cliche artist. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so what are you focused on these days? I mean, obviously that that's once a week and then plus gigs. I know I'm painter first. I mean, that's what I'm, that's, that's, that's the, that's the, that's everything is for that. Yeah. You know, I always joke that I, I play music to not ruin paintings. Um, so, um, but that's fun. There's, there's a level of, you, know, you don't get that same level of performance when you're showing artwork. You know, there's there's, there's nothing really that kind of compares to that, that energy and being on stage and all that stuff. You know, making you know, walking that tightrope. Yeah. Um, so when did you start painting? When does the art begin? Very young. Um, and I remember being you know three or four years old, drawing and painting and. Saying that, not knowing what that meant, like if that was or profession-wise, but like what that was evolved, whether it be like cartoonist or comic book artist, or then you know went to commercial art school in Seattle and decided no, I should not be here. Did you go to uh, the art in, art art the art institute of Seattle? I did. Nice. I'm I'm from Seattle. Um, I know some people from there. Mm-hmm. From like uh, the faculty there too, yeah. Yes, yeah. I was there from like ninety-seven to ninety-nine or so. Nice. Yep. I was definitely there during that time. Yeah, it's uh, on fire right now. I don't know if you know about I, that. I did. I did hear about that. Yes. Yeah. Um, seeing pictures of the skyline and it's like completely obscured by smoke and stuff. Smoke. Yeah, it's crazy. That's insane. Sad. Really sad because it's like you think when I think of Seattle, it's just green. Yeah, know? it's always green. Mm-hmm. Dark and green. Yep. 
I'm gonna pull this just a little bit closer. Yeah, I never know my, where I should be on these things. I got you, man. Thank you. Um, so where are you? Are you from New York originally? Or no, where? I grew up in um, uh, Rhode Island. Both. And then, so was it like Rhode Island, then Seattle? Rhode Island, then Seattle. And then I was working at Seattle for a long time. Not a long time, a few years, I guess. Um, all over the country doing um, murals and decorative painting stuff for a living to keep the studio open. And then moved back to the East Coast. Um, went to Connecticut for a long time. We did a lot of uh, strange art projects. Um, ran a space for a long time. Most of my New York contacts are still through that. Got that got me running that gallery for having that gallery for as long as I did. What was the name of the gallery? The Duart Gallery in New London, Connecticut. Nice. Mm -hmm. And then, how long have you been in New York now? About eight years. Cool. All, all in Bushwick. Yeah, I've mostly it's like ten years in New York for me now, um, and I've it's been nine years in Bushwick. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good place. It is. It's changing, but I feel like there's things about it that it's changed and I'm getting older, but it's like the, there are still the same things that I liked when I first moved in are still here. There's just a lot more things also here. Sure. But I think, I, mean, I remember my father talking about, because he, he grew up in Boston and went to art, uh, music school there. And like, we went up there as, when I was a kid. And he like, oh, he didn't recognize half the place. Yeah, so that's that's just part of it. Yeah, you know, it's and it's and that, and that and Boston's crawls compared to you know the way New York moves. Um, so I mean, and same thing with Seattle, which I would be like, totally. I've been there in oh. a decade. I wouldn't probably recognize half the place. Yeah, it's completely different. Exactly. It's crazy. Um, that, not yeah, that goes with it, and I'm I'm changing too, and I make new work. All the time, so you know why shouldn't you know New York? Same thing. It's part of the inspiration too. It's just kind of you can't you can't lean back too much. I think that's important for me as a as like for my personality is to kind of always have to be like you got to keep moving forward, or you're gonna get taken out. You know that doesn't make me nervous. That's that's exciting. That's not um, intimidating. You know, I'm not worried about surviving. Okay, that's just that's that's just what you're supposed to do. Right. So New York fits my personality that way. Yeah, yeah, I vibe with that. Um, like it's a challenging place in a way. Um, it keeps you on your toes, but uh, if you like are in tune with what you're supposed to be doing, there's like a lot of opportunity to to do it. And there's, you know what I mean, versus like some places where I don't know if it's like a smaller town, like there's just less oh, you outlets. Could, uh, and I, I could have, you know, phoned it in a long time ago. Yeah. And big, big man on campus, but that's, that's not interesting to me at all. I'd much, I, I have to be challenged. Totally. I, I want to need, you know, you, you gotta be built for speed. You can't be hanging on to things. And that's not a bad, that's not necessarily bad. It's really a creative mind person. You can get lost in those ideas too. That's so why I think also I like kind of have a lot of different, you know, with other performance stuff and um, different projects with that. I think that's good to kind of like, you know, get away from the painting for a minute. Fresh eyes. It's all about fresh eyes. You know, it's about that. You know, you, the, the most you get done is 
is, is like you walk in and you see this painting and you know what you want to do right away and maybe it takes you X amount of time to do it. And then you should get the heck out of the studio after that or pick up a book or whatever. You don't want to keep going because you're just, you know, it's muscle memory. You're going to go back into the same spots and, you know, that's not what's, what's the use of starting a new painting if you're going to make the same one over again. So that's, New York definitely allows you to be that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, uh, I recently, well, it's been kind of coming over a while, but like I used to be an actor and I've recently been focusing on getting back at it. Hopefully I'll be, be able to announce something pretty soon, uh, specifically uh, along those lines. But like Laura knew that I wanted to get back to acting, but this like podcast project was something else that I had like in my head, like a year like, yeah, at least a year before I finally launched it. And um, when I was talking about it, she was like, well, what about acting? And it's hard to explain, but it's like, this is part of, like, it's not, it's not directly with acting, but it's like, it's another part for me as an artist. And it's like something else that kind of like anchors me as a person. Um, so that, yeah, you're not constantly obsessing over over one aspect, you know, and it sounds like you kind of get that too. Like, yeah, I understand this is still on some level a, a performance. You know, mm -hmm. There's still an uneasiness, <laughs> you know, of talking on the microphone. Sure. It's not, you know, there's not, you know, 200 people in the room, you know, you know, clapping and whatever, but it's still, there's something and it's also very intimate too. It's just me in the room and, you know, every, Every uh, um and and breath is is like you know times hundred. Yeah. So there's it's it's definitely a performance. It might be a conversation, but it's still it's still the same. Yeah. Yeah. So when did No Neck uh, loves you? When did that project start specifically, or was that the project for like a while? I mean, it's always been like my work, but. Um, I'm a, I always hand out people's nicknames. I'm that guy. But it was um, No Neck started with with uh, an old band I had called Ferocious Fucking Teeth, and um, you know, we did a little bit of touring and very heavy, um, very kind of art-minded, um, but heavy group. You know, two full drum sets, um, way too many speakers, um, almost like a ridiculous caricature of like a, a metal band or something. Um, really simplified all that stuff um, and my nickname in the band was No Neck so that was kind of where it started I was like oh, I'm going to come back to that just because I like the idea of kind of I'm making kind of this pretty bright colored work that's my work and you know there's all these kind of narratives that work in and out and the kind of the idea of the, the big dullard making the work it was kind of a fun that's kind of true. I mean, if you go off of like appearances, you know, I'm not, I'm not exactly like I'm not Barishnikov, you know, flying through the seats of uh, of Bushwick, you know, pretty lumbering and all those things. So, um, and I enjoy that. I don't, you know, no one enjoys being me more than me, um, and knows the joke, you know. So it's it's kind of a it's not a disclaimer. It's just more of a kind of a fun, you know, descriptive term to kind of start off and. And then the No Neck Loves You is kind of like, because a lot of it's, it's like kind of the Jesus Loves You kind of motif on that. So that goes along, kind of balances it. I like how that balances. 
Now, um, do you, so the Jesus loves you thing, does that, do you come from like a Christian background or where does that come oh, from? Oh yeah, I come from a huge Catholic family in Rowland, seven of us. And that was like big time. But it's also like, and which just has its positives and its negatives, obviously. And it's also, you know, a lot of the great painting I was influenced by was, was religious painting. And I'm still messing with those ideas and making fun of them and revering them and recontextualizing them and all that. So, And are you practicing Catholics today still? or I would say I'm more Catholic than anything else, mm-hmm. I guess, in terms of what I identify with. But I wouldn't, I would, I would say I have a very specific, I would have a very um, specific take on things. Yeah. So are you maybe trying don't, to... Don't tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> So are you maybe trying to, as part of the art, because I know it's kind of like there's pop references and there's, yeah, obvious religious references. Are you trying to contextualize kind of your viewpoint or, or to make people think and contextualize religious themes with? I'm trying to paint about something I know about. And I'm trying to make sure um not be afraid of, I'm not, I don't want to be afraid to be pretty, because I am. And um, I don't want to be, I want to talk about things that interest me. And I'm definitely in the paintings, even directly, like as the narrator. Um, and I think that's, because that's, they're almost very, almost like an illustration, um, but, but not. It's almost like a multi-narrative situation. But, um, but no, bringing someone over to a mode of thinking, it's more like just having maybe this conversation in a different different way it's all kind of all of it's negative like there's nothing like religion as entertainment and all these themes that run through my painting are not fun those are awful awful things you know people having to you know people being i'm more this than you or i'm righteous and you know we're in the world right now it's just like you can be the most worst the worst person on the planet which we know who i'm talking about like and just say I, uh, you know, I love this country and I love Jesus and all, a number of the country will be, no problem, we're good. And that's, that's, you know, there's nothing, there's no time, at least in my lifetime, where it's been that kind of polarizing, you know, where it's just like, I said this, and if this means this, or if I want to change my mind, then this can happen. I don't know if I'm getting myself across. No, I got but, you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, just kind of have like a positive conversations. There's a lot of humor in my work. Um, I think that's important. And not taking things too seriously, but also, you know, it's, it's, I, I'm painting about painting. I'm, I mean, there's no, you know, there's all these great, like, old, like, site Twombly, you know, um, titles that I keep coming back to about, like, you know, the, you know, great, you know, sea battles and, you know, ancient Greece and all this stuff. And it's just a very abstract painting. And um, you can choose to, you know, use that to get you there and, uh, or not. So the same thing here. I mean, yes, there, I'm not, I'm not just, it's not an illustration. I'm not going, I'm going to paint this title and put it up there. They're both, it's much more organic than that. You know, it's not, it's not, it's, 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 it's not completely played out. I not planned out, obviously. It's a lot of improvisation and trying to make mistakes. You know, I'm trying to mess it up. And then come back to it. I can always fix it. It's paint. Yeah. 
So making something different or making something, not just for the sake of making something different, but making something or learning something from every time I'm painting is very important to me. And I'm kind of letting everything kind of like spin together. It's much more, right, this time it's, it's very much, right now it's very, it feels very organic and very um, honest and very, like everything kind of is, is, is like weaving with itself really nicely, in my head at least, whether it's being conveyed or not, I don't know. But those are all the same thing, like talking about, you know, Philip Gustin or, you know, the beheading of, um, you know, John the Baptist, those are totally, you know, that could be, that's one dinner conversation. Like that's, we can jump to that to, you know, politics to, not that I do that much politics in the painting, except for maybe universal themes, obviously it's, um, or pop references. It's kind of a conversation. Not unlike this, just a little more circular, I guess. Mm -hmm. Which I'm very circular thinking. Yeah, me too, definitely. Yeah. Um, especially listening back on some of the podcasts, <laughs> it's like, oh, I've, I've, we've definitely had this, or I've said the same thing multiple, and I'm like, man, I need to switch it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, do you have some shows coming up, or where's? Yeah, I got. I have an installation I'm doing um, at Bazaar Bar, um, which is one of my favorite spots. I need a special spot, and those guys over there, are great, John and Greg. Um, they're gracious enough to let me uh, use the basement gallery, which I need a black um, gallery to uh, room to do this next thing because I'm using um, uh, UV LEDs and stuff um, to kind of embellish these some of the, the work I'm making right now. So it's all going to be kind of it's called uh, black light ba black mass, and it's going to be um, in the basement there for uh, a while. But the opening is the 29th. Nice, 29th of August, September. September. Okay, it's off a little bit. Cool. It's going to be during uh, uh, Bush Open Studios. Oh, cool. So I kind of fall in that. Just happened to, so I figured, why not? So is that the opening weekend of Bushwick Open Studios? It is. It's just, it's not, I'm not doing the Friday, but I'm doing it this Saturday. Just kind of keep the usual kind of uh, Bushwick Gallery, um, you know, walk times and just do that. But it's a very it's a different show. And, it's a, and, it's, and if, if you know anything about that space, it's, it's a, mostly a, a performance spot. Uh, it's a very specific, like looking spot it's very like kind of old um kind of uh or um what's the word for it um eclectic um but almost like gothic too um the high ceilings and all that but downstairs they have a gallery um they've had for they've been doing shows in for a long time since it's open I where think. is that bizarre the the actual bar is on um jefferson okay right off the myrtle um myrtle um broadway stop i'm trying Should to think I? if i've been there or not you must have been there. Probably. It's like the space on the right as you walk up Jefferson. Got you. Um, but yeah, it's been there for been there for a while, since I've been in Bushwick at least. Um, it's funny though, like living in New York, you still like you develop your own little routines and subroutines and sometimes Oh yeah. Don't see something that's just Oh, is that happens all the time? Yeah. And people get like on their little path. Yep. You know, especially on the new kids, you know, they're like getting brunch at the same spot and get drunk, go to bed. I used to get brunch at the same spot, but there was like not that many spots at the time. Like Life Cafe was like the brunch spot. Back oh, in the you day. were the first one. 
Yeah. You brought brunch to Bushwick. Well, it was here before me, but I, <laughs> I ate it. Um, it was good. <laughs> good. It was good. Nah, brunch ain't my thing. I like it, man. Some yeah. eggs. Oh, the food itself is fine, but it's just... Brunch yeah. culture. Brunch culture. Yeah. And that's an easy thing to say, but it's also like, you know, cocktails over before a certain time. It's no cocktails before a studio. I'd be in the studio. Yeah. Well, I mean, for some people, it's the remedy right. to the night before. Exactly. Um, so it's a necessity. Um, I've been laying off as much as possible. Um, so I don't miss the, that aspect anymore. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it actually, and for that same reason, it's right. like there's stuff to there's stuff to get done, and I hate if I'm like slow and like not able to attack the day the way I want to because of the night before. Like that's, I can't if I can't get, get it done, then it's just that's the worst. Yeah, because it's 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 hard, and you gotta let, you make enough sacrifices to to do that and to have be like like lose a day. Ugh, that's the worst. Yeah. You know, it's it's so easy to go, you know, listen, eating eating chicken wings and drinking beer and watching football sounds great. But after I'm done in the studio and I got nothing left for it. Yeah. That sounds a lot better. Earn earn it. Earn it, right. Yep. I'm definitely that person. Or try to be. Yeah. Yeah. We strive, man. That's it. That's it. Um what do you play in the band? I'm the singer and I play baritone guitar. Nice. I only, I've only played um it's kind of a specific um, range guitar, but I've been playing that one for about only for the probably 15, 16 years. So that's a different type of guitar. Yeah, it's kind of it's just this, the length is in between a, a normal uh, standard guitar and a bass guitar. So it's like B or C up as opposed to it's a fourth down from guitar. Gotcha. And a lot of my, a lot of my playing is very sparse, um, a lot of distortion. A lot of a lot of um, a lot of riff stuff. I'm not playing a lot of big chords or anything. That's not my that's not my game. Yeah, you know, not a million notes or anything like that. And I'm kind of holding it down. And I used to be in a, a lot of groups, like two piece groups, just being a drummer for a long time, and I liked that a lot. And also, did like you know, no bass player, so me and another guitar player and two drummers. For, that was for a long time. So, and so you're kind of holding down the bass line. Holding right? it down, and it's like this is the first time I've had a bass player in a long time. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, you got it. You got this. <laughs> I'm gonna go focus on something else. Yeah. We're right. adding another weird, you know, eccentric guitar part, and that's fun. Being kind of guitar smith stuff's great too. Yeah. I didn't even know about a baritone guitar actually. It's 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 kind of like it's a lot of heavy music has been using it mm-hmm. because it makes sense. Um, it's been around from way back. They used it back you know, in like uh, back when they were recording um, like old rockabilly bands. They'd have a baritone guitar, like just kind of palm mute and play behind the stand-up bass player because they couldn't amplify it correctly, just to get enough like rhythm. Because you would like those notes wouldn't even have enough on them. They'd just kind of fall apart, fall out. Those crappy like plywood basses some of those guys were playing. So they'd have a a the guitar they could mic well to kind of just back it up rhythmically. So a lot of those old recordings have it on it. Uh, spaghetti Western stuff is all baritone guitar. All those, like, you know, great, like, Italian scores. Those are all, that's all baritone guitar. So it's used a lot in that, too. So it's had its moments. Um, and just 
I just got one. I got like, a weird like Japanese guitar at a thrift store. And I was like, this is, it's got a baseball bat. And it's like, it's perfect for me. Yeah. So then I just kind of just figured it out. And do you still have that play on that guitar? The old Japanese one I got rid of, I sold. Um, but I did so, but it's like, that's all I have. I have like, you know, enough to gig. I have like three or four guitars. Yeah. So, and no, everyone makes one now. Everyone has a version. And you're going to get like a, you know, a snap on neck for a Strat or a Tele. Just the math's already there. Boom. Bolted on. Yeah. Get, get someone to set it up. It's ready to go. And then as far as art, you, uh, you do some kind of like sculpture stuff too, right? Yeah. I would do some like the installation stuff and the sculpture stuff is, you know, it's a painter making it, but I got some kind of augmenting these religious statues. Um, and I'm now I got some other stuff that's playing, you know, doing, um, I'm now making casts of those for the next show. So that's kind of fun. I'm leaning on my, you know, talented sculpture friends. You know, making sure I'm doing things right. Yeah. And it's, that's what you do. It's, that's, who, it's who you know. It's still and, a collaboration, man. And, and sure as hell, they, they call me for painting advice <laughs> at any point. So it's good. Yeah. You know. um, but yeah, that's fun. It's kind of, it's a different thing. It's... You know, it's really, it's kind of like I'm a guitar playing. It's really, I do what I do. Like, I can paint, I got the chops to go kind of paint whatever. You know, but when I can, I know I'm a limited guitar player, and I enjoy that. I go, I'm not going to go try to play, I love listening to jazz, or and stuff like that, but I'm not going to go take that on. I'm not practicing for four or five hours a day, nor do I want to. I'm going to go play this, like, dumb caveman stuff that I make. And that's it. I'm only good enough to play my songs. You know, nobody, nobody asked me to cover something, you know. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of people that can do that. So, and the same thing with the sculpture. I'm like, this one, like right now it's this one statue. It's a very simplified thing. And that's, that's, that's what I'm working on. And that's, and that's enough. You know, it's not, I'm not, you know, there's, there's, I'm not, I'm, I'm putting myself in a position to be, you know, successful with it. Or at least learn from the project. So, but that's been fun too. But it's like it's hilarious. Like I keep buying more and more mold making stuff because I didn't buy enough the first time because I just don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, I have like eighteen, eighteen, you know, uh, um, orders from Amazon of silicon mold making stuff, and I'm like, I got no. I gotta order some more, but it's pretty forgiving, luckily. Yeah. Um, does your band have any gigs coming up? Um, we got some stuff, and we're doing some New England stuff in the in October, which goes along with this uh, recording I'm releasing from the old band that got picked up um, by a small um, label in Providence, Rhode Island. So that's the last um, last studio album by Ferocious Fucking Teeth called Fearless, and that's coming out. So uh, my band's been gracious enough to learn some of those songs. So we're gonna do, you know, Moist Ahoy versions of those in October. So we'll hopefully do a bunch of some release gigs for that. Hopefully we'll have some, I'm sure we'll have a Brooklyn one or two at that point too, just to kind of celebrate that project and, you know, take that, take that at least, you know, seriously enough to not, you know, to thank the, you know, label for helping me out with it. Um, that wasn't expected to, to come up, but it did, so. And that's fun. That was a fun project. Um, took a long time to record. We recorded ourselves, 
And then the first album by that band, we got to record with Steve Albini in Chicago. And this one has been the mastering got done by Bob Weston from Shellac. So it's kind of fun, full circle with, with, with uh, the Chicago guys. So that's, that's kind of fun, and it sounds great. So I think it's a, you know, a good way to kind of um, end that project. Yeah. You know, just a, and I want to be like a celebration with it, not just want want because it was a lot of fun and you know having having records is fun too yeah you know so that's that's why i found nothing, nothing local we played uh gold sounds like last week week before we, we, we play like you know th- three or four times a month around do you area. have do you have fun at uh gold sounds i do yeah i mean some um, last time was fun it was kind of just you know messy and makes a noise yeah I haven't really seen a lot of shows there. I know some of the people behind it from back in the day. Yeah, um, you, you would, right? Yeah, it's it's a funny space. I mean, I I got through it. I got into it from a friend of mine that does a lot of booking, and used to book over at Don Pedro's when that was open. And we got I got you know my bands got involved with um, him, and so I got involved in the space. Um, it was it's uh, gigging in uh, in 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 Brooklyn, especially Bushwick, is obviously ever changing. And what the good spots were, aren't the, you know who has the best sound here, and you always know, got to check to there's no backline anymore at this place and all this kind of stuff. It's very kind of ends up being kind of hit or miss. But it's always fun to play, you know, roll your stuff down the street. That's great. I got my last gig, I could grab my old granny cart and just put my amps in there and just roll it up. And I felt like a total baller. It was great. Like, I just figured this out. It only took a million years. Yeah. You know, just don't, just don't look cool. And it's so much easier. (laughs) You know, who cares? Yeah. Roll up. You know, that's it. Yeah. Um... Trying to think, like you know, it's 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 fun playing New York's playing New York's fun. I've been doing it for a long time, with lots of different groups. Um, I mean, like I've played all those spots in New York, in like those small spots in Manhattan, you know, Bitter End and Pianos and uh, Bowery Electric. Yeah, and, and Bar- you know, those songs, like those guys, it sounds great in there. Um, they they don't know what to do with us, but that's more my fault than theirs. And really great sound people. This, you know, there's there's no there's no limit. Even the small spots, like even like uh, what's that place up in uh, Ridgewood? Footlight. Footlight, yeah. I mean, the the sound guy there's monster. Like that's always a fun place to play. I haven't been there in a while, but when we did, it's like ah, oh, it's great. Yeah. It's you know it's hard getting people out there in the middle of the week. You know, everyone's got office jobs up there in Ridgewood. So, but you know, I'm sure Friday Saturday night would kick butt. Yeah. Um, that great room too. But there's lots of, so, still, so there's still those spots. Like there's really kind of there's some good there's some there's some live fun rooms and really cool spaces in in Brooklyn. Yeah, and in Manhattan, uh, you mentioned Better End. That's been one that's been pretty consistent. I've had a pretty good time there every every time. Knowing what I know about your work, that they. They take care of that. They they get it, and they took care of us too. Yeah. Um, but anything like, anything on the kind of you know, soul funk R and B, pop polished, they're gonna knock it out of the park. Yeah. 
if you're polished, they're gonna they're gonna show. They're gonna they're gonna you know make you shine. Um, and yeah, and they're they're great over there. They're they're, they're sweethearts. Um, there's and there's still a bunch of spots over there, you know. Yeah, and then there's well, I guess Webster Hall closed, but it's That's maybe cool. not closed. I don't know. It's, they're trying to yeah just, figure it out. Yeah, they're being they're being slick. Yeah. <laughs> um. So where's the best place for people to find uh, you, your work, uh, your band stuff? Where's the best place for people to? Well, uh, you know, No Neck Loves You comes up and is as you know websites and Instagrams and all that stuff. That's an easy way to find me. And then Moist Ahoy is the name of the band, and uh, that's the best way. We're on all the social media stuff because you have to be. Yeah, and um, we do all that. Luckily, I have a lot of help because I need it. Yeah. So I'm retarded. <laughs> um, is there any other things you want to talk about today? Um, I mean, if I figure just talk about the, the work and stuff, and I think I got that kind of covered as much as I can in this kind of um, context or whatever. And I really appreciate you having me. It's a lot of fun. Of course, man. Thanks for thanks for sitting down. Finally, we've been talking about it for a while. Um, I need help, or I need to organize how I do these things <laughs> right now. But um, yeah, it's good. You got a good like ninety seconds out of this that you can use. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got more than that. Um, um, no, but I mean like the scheduling and stuff. Uh, just because it's a lot. It's sure. a lot. Sure. Um, but it's like I said, it's fun. Um, so the next show, your show, um, that's at Bizarre Bar on September 29th. Yeah, yeah. That's a Saturday. Yep. Do you have any idea what time that starts? I'm going to do gallery time, but it'll be up, it'll be up for the whole night and all that stuff. So, and then, you know, the weeks going forward. So is that like seven or does it open during I'm, the day? I'm, it's, I, I'm going to do like a probably like, I was at like five probably or four or five. This gotcha. is normal gallery kind of gallery stuff usually early, but obviously it's a different type of space. But that's going to be the block to kind of get in there. I'm sure they'll be having performances upstairs later, which I applaud. I think I have a you know a live space with lots of stuff going on. Yeah, really eclectic. That's 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 feels like that feels like the Brooklyn I you know would you know drive up to and you know hopefully find someone's couch to stay on that night. You know that's that's a show I'd want to go see. So yeah, that's all I can really do is just make the sh- make shows that I'd want to go see. Yeah. You know, that's it. You know, cause you know, people are gonna, you know, we can't follow the audience and stuff. It's just not what I do or understand. So I just make, make what I make and put it out there. Yeah. That's it. That's, I think the, the main thing to do, you know? And then, I mean, some people, it's like everybody, every artist I think has their art, and then certain other things like that they're good at doing mm-hmm. on the on the side of doing it, you know what I mean? Sure. Um some people like are completely anti so anything social, no, not at all. Um but you know, like you said, you do what you do. Yeah. And as long as you keep making the art, like Right. I mean and listen, if anything I'm pretty much open to anything that makes me uncomfortable, including this podcast. <laughs> and it's a really and it's really helpful to kind of just always good to be able to explain yourself a little bit 
because that's what's you know openings. That's what you know. Not yeah, I'd be able to have a conversation about what you make. You don't have that option, or you better have someone that can do it for you. And who wants to be that guy? Um, so it's important to be able to put it into words, or at least get someone to, you know, because not everyone's a visual artist or whatever. They need a little. They need a little help. And it's all about you know. It's all about um, communica- communication, and we have to be open to other forms of it, the ones that aren't, you know, and practice the ones that we're not good at. And just like we have to practice stuff we are good at. You know, like, I'm pretty good at painting. But, you know, it's also the hardest thing I do. So it's it's both sides. Yeah. Uh, do you have any final thoughts you want to share right now? Uh, I, mean, I practice so many, like, one-liners before I got here, but I can't remember any of them now. I'm sorry. All good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for uh, sitting down, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. So that was my conversation with Brian, No Neck Loves You Smith. Uh, The links for the No No Neck Loves You will be in the show notes for this episode, as they are for all the episodes. Um, Also, the link to uh, Moist Ahoy. I had a lot of fun talking with Brian. funny dude uh he wanted to make sure that there were at least two good minutes in there um and i think there was solid half hour it was a great talk hope you enjoyed it um thank you very much for listening i'll be back here on thursday have a good one peace <laughs>